You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. The first scripture that I want to read is from first. Amen. First Corinthians chapter three, and verse twelve. First Corinthians chapter three and verse twelve. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, it's all of the material that girls like. Wood, hay, and straw all the material that men actually use except the straw that's maybe for farmers verse 13 each man's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is if anyone's work which he has built on endures he will receive a reward if anyone's work is burned he will suffer a loss yet he himself will be saved as though through the fire the secret place in the first service uh, I've touched the first point of this message where God doesn't want us to just live a busy life he wants us to live a fruitful life and we mentioned that fruit is um, not just Christ likeness character wise but fruit is also Christ likeness the power life the the life of conquering the impossible but what I want to touch on in this portion of the scripture and in this service as we bring this series to an end and we're going to come to a time of prayer right now is that what I see here Paul says he who builds his life on Christ who is the foundation Jesus is the foundation of our life can I get a witness Amen. how many of here you have Jesus as your foundation Amen. yeah so Jesus is our foundation everybody agree but then Paul says to believers, people who follow Jesus as their foundation, he says we have an option to build either with gold, silver or precious stones or we can build with wood, hay and straw. Now the material that we use to build on Jesus makes a big difference. Really there's two categories. The first one is gold, silver and precious stones the second one is wood hay and straw and I want to draw just a comparison so I can draw a point gold silver and precious stones is always found underground somebody say underground, underground. wood hay and straw is found on the ground it's what you see the other one you kind of have to dig gold silver and precious stones is not only found underground but it usually comes in smaller size or in smaller quantities wood hay and straw always comes in in big quantities gold silver and precious stones also is very expensive for men in here who ever had the privilege of proposing you do understand that two by four is way cheaper than the ring that your wife wants <laughs> come on somebody wood is way cheaper than gold gold silver and precious stones is very expensive wood hay and straw it's not as expensive it's, it's pretty cheap gold silver and precious stones is also very rare wood hay and straw is very common gold silver and precious stones cannot be burned by fire it only gets purified by fire wood hay and straw is destroyed by fire wood hay and straw dreams praise and fears fire gold silver precious stones gets excited by fire put me through the fire why because I come out purer better and more expensive 
and so Paul in here is telling us that as believers whose foundation is Jesus anybody here has Jesus as a foundation he says that is great but the question now remains it's not whether Jesus is my foundation as a Christian my main concern now is what material do I build on Jesus I can build on Jesus with Jesus or I can build on Jesus without Jesus without Jesus is wood hay and straw it will quickly appeal to people it will be a lot of activity it will be a lot of business it requires no devotional life it requires no sacrifice it makes no eternal significance it doesn't last and it doesn't make an impact on the world it requires no help from the Holy Spirit it's big in the eyes of man but small in the eyes of God it requires no sacrifice on my end it requires no fasting on my end it requires no digging on my end it requires no humbling ourselves on my end it requires no going underground on my end it's pretty much all done to impress people good in the eyes of the society but it does not last Jesus says on that day God puts his fire it's his eyes because his eyes are full of fire meaning God looks at my life with his eyes and his fire go through my life and everything that was done on him but without him gets turned to ashes the foundation is still there but my life's work became pointless and the scripture says this you will suffer loss but you yourself will be saved meaning if my life on earth has no significance into eternity I don't lose my salvation I lose my eternal significance I lose my reward so Christians stop worrying about losing your salvation stop worrying about not losing your reward too many Christians live with this fear I don't want to lose my salvation you never got your salvation on your own God's gonna keep your salvation God wants you to focus on one thing to build on Jesus with Jesus to build underground meaning with your secret place to build things that are maybe not big in the eyes of men but they're big in the eyes of God to build with sacrifice because gold silver and precious stone is expensive to build with things that maybe like fasting sacrifice sacrifice like loving your spouse on purpose sacrifice maybe showing up to church earlier so you can serve build with things that are involved with serving others instead of just serving yourself things that cost you something but so that others can meet Jesus build your life in such a way that the test of time will not destroy your work but it will last it will go to the next generation it will touch generations yet unborn because of what you're building your life on you're not just building your ambition you are building God's kingdom and you're building God's purpose amen we all gonna die and when we die if we're fortunate enough they will put us six feet under and our whole life everything we work for everything we worry everything we worship every heartbreak every exciting moment every vacation every graduation every boyfriend girlfriend every child every house every car we ever drove every service we ever attended every social media account we ever had every follower we ever had every person who blocked us hated us 
and every person who broke a heart and whose heart we broke everything that you live for keeps you at night right now will be reduced to one thing a dash and the question remains now what will that dash be filled with will your life that you build today because the day is coming my friends for all of us where we will face the fire the day of judgment and for us as Christians it's not a day of fear but we don't want to build things out of wood hay and straw we want to build things out of gold silver and precious stones that's why we value secret place that's why we value sacrifice and that's why we value a life of serving others it doesn't give us salvation my friends salvation comes for Jesus salvation doesn't come because I give to Red Cross salvation doesn't come because I give half of my money away my salvation comes from Jesus I built on Jesus so my serving my sacrifice and my secret place doesn't give me salvation salvation comes from Jesus but Jesus gives me the opportunity he says on this salvation build something that will last my friend what will be so sad is not just to live a life in here without heartbreak but to live a life without significance life without eternal significance I'm not talking about reaching your dream on this earth I'm talking about fulfilling God's assignment on your life that when you stand before him maybe you did not climb the corporate ladder maybe you did not build a six-story apartment maybe you only came with seven diamonds and in the eyes of men you were a failure but when God's fire puts everybody through the failure and the faithful then it will be seen people who lived for him people who did things with him people who didn't just build their life with themselves but build their life with him and their success was not measured by how many followers they had how many digits they had in the bank account their success was not measured by who they impressed and who liked them their success is measured is have I lived in the center of God's will and did I do what God asked me to do when I was here The secret place is the place where it lets me live my life with significance, eternal significance. Without secret place I have a lot of activity but not productivity. God doesn't want me to live busy. He wants me to be fruitful. He doesn't want me to stay active. He wants me to stay productive. He wants me to live in such a way that what I do for Him goes to the next generation. It impacts the world even after I'm gone. He wants me to live in such a way that what I do for Him, that what I do, I do for Him and that when I meet Him and His fire goes through my life and it will. Maybe too, a few two by fours will go out. Maybe a few plywoods will go out. But there's gonna something that will remain that Jesus will look at me and say, you know what, you didn't only have a foundation. You also had a material that you build your life with, not for man, but for my glory. You did what I asked you to do. You've reached this success and that success and that is great. But the greatest success is that you lived for me and you have an eternal significance. Some of you maybe have watched, it is an R-rated movie though, um, Schindler's List, where a very famous director from Hollywood, you know, recorded a story about Oscar Schindler. And Oscar, he was during the Nazis time, he was actually in the Nazi party. He was a very bad man. He was a womanizer. He was cutting corners all the time. He was actually using the Jewish people 
to build his financial empire because they were so overlooked and looked down upon that he he took advantage of that and hired many of them and paid them very little he bribed people he was he was not a he was not a good man and then one time when he started to see that how Jewish people were being treated how they would just destroy them and burn them in in guest chambers this same corrupt man corrupt businessman who made living off of Jewish people started to spend all of the money he made to save those people to the point where I think it was about 1200 people that worked for him in his factories they called them Schindler's people Schindler's Jews because of his influence because of his finances he bribed many people so that his people the Jewish people could be stay alive and not die at one time when they were moving factories they put 300 women on this train and the train an accident did not stop at the place where Oscar had like a little refugee place for the Jewish people it went straight to Auschwitz and these 300 women got out and they quickly realized that they're in the wrong place so they started to tell the the soldiers that we belong to to Oscar Schindler we don't belong here and they realized that they're about to be thrown into gas chambers and be burned and this Oscar Schindler he still had 900 Jewish people with him he took the last money that he had and went and bribed again the very officers he already bribed took all that he had so that he can take the 300 women from the gas chambers and bring them back and give them life his life turned around his life changed instead of living for himself he started to live for people who were defenseless people who would never pay him back people who had no future in that nation why because he saw that the purpose of life is not just to get rich big and famous the purpose of life the significance of life is to do something for others not sure if he was a believer he met God or not and that's the point of the story is not that the point of the story is that he lived for something bigger eventually some of you know his story is that when he escaped Germany he left to different countries and I think it was in, in South America that he landed tried to start businesses nothing would ever work for him he died very poor died like a failure but years later those 1200 people that he saved they turned I think to about six or eight thousand people right now many of those people are still alive today today this man is hailed as a hero today movies are made about him but as he didn't do that for to become a movie star he didn't do that to become a hero he did that because he knew life is short this dash will end and I want to live not only something that's big in the eyes of man I want to do things that are serving sacrifice and in the secret I want to do things that impact my community my society and my world for us as Christians is doing things for God and there is that scene in the movie that is very impactful to me and I don't want to play on your emotions please understand it's, it's, this is not to play on your emotions but I do want your emotions to be affected I do want you to recognize today one of the reasons we live in a secret place meaning we spend time with God is so that God readjusts our lives so we don't live for our ambition but we live for his mission for our life one of the reasons we live in a secret place is not just so that we build our life on God is that we build our life with God do we want to reach success? You bet. Do we really want to break certain barriers? You bet. Do we want to finish school and get a degree? You bet. Do we want to get married? You guessed it right. Do we want to have our own house? Yes. Do we want to have a nice vacation? Yes. But we all understand that all of these things are means to an end. As Christians we want to live a life that's significant. 
our definition of success is a bit different than success of the world there's that scene if you can fix your eyes in the skin we're just gonna watch it we've written a letter trying to explain things in case you were captured every worker has signed it
You know, when we, when we live in a secret place, we are reminded that our life on this earth is short and that we have to live with eternity in mind. We have to live serving, we have to live sacrificial and we have to live in a secret place. And so when we go to a secret place, God reminds us that um, there is a day of reckoning. There is a day of where we're going to stand before God. God can, God's going to make things right. But most important is that, is my life going to have significance on that day? Not as my life successful today in the eyes of men, but in the eyes of God, is my life successful? There's a verse in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 42, it says the following. Now when it was a day, he departed, that speaks of Jesus, and he went into a deserted place. The crowd sought him and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. And he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also because for this purpose I have been sent and he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee so if you see in Luke chapter 4 the Sabbath ends and Jesus has many people that come to him people get healed from various diseases he, lay hand, he lays hands upon the sick and heals them excuse me demons come out of many he rebukes them demons get uh, get cast out people get delivered and the next morning early morning before anybody still gets up he goes into a deserted into a lonely place and spends time with his father what this tells me is that Jesus did not live by revival he lived by his relationship with God his identity was not in the revival he was experiencing his identity was in the relationship with God he was maintaining it's important never to let your success your wealth or your failure to become a source of your identity because whatever your identity is is that thing that you get addicted to obsessed by and you always come back to many people don't come back to God after he solves their problem because they never made God as their identity so when God solves the problem they no longer go back to him we always go back to where we draw our identity from not where we get the miracle from it's where we draw our identity from is where we always go back to and you can get miracle from God and the moment you get the miracle never go back to God and the secret place gets abandoned because God is not your source God is just a means to reach the goal revival healing of the sick casting out of demons breakthrough getting married getting a child getting a miracle in your life whatever that is never see that as your goal because then you will leave God and just just pray to him only when things are working out I like what Gabe shared he says, you know, God saved me. But then when I had to pay for certain of my sins, I right away cursed God. But then I realized God is not a means to a goal. I don't serve God only because He keeps me out of jail. He keeps me out of trouble. I serve God because He, he defines who I am. I serve God because He saves my soul. And for Jesus, He experienced revival. But on Sunday morning, He goes into a secret place, spends time with His Father. Why? Because to Him, the revival of Saturday night, it wasn't where He drew His identity from. The relationship on Sunday morning is where He was drawing His identity from. I want to remind each one of you, if the only time you go to God is when you have issues, you don't have intimacy with God. Intimacy with God is when you go to God, even if you don't have issues. That's what intimacy is. But it says in here, Jesus is spending time with his father and the crowds come and the crowds say they tried to keep him from leaving them without the secret place 
we will live in reaction to the earth we will live in reaction to pressure we will live in reaction to problems with a secret place we live in response to the presence in response to the purpose in response to the power of God without the secret place I live fulfilling agenda of people in the secret place I live fulfilling the assignment of my father you have an assignment but people have an agenda your parents have an agenda your friends have an agenda your life already has an agenda the devil has an agenda problems have an agenda and they will intrude on your life and if you don't have a secret place you will always doing be doing everything that everybody wants not doing what God wants you to do I want to inspire you encourage you today that God wants you to rediscover your I must Jesus looked at his crowds and he says yesterday's service that was awesome but I'm not starting a campus here I must preach to other towns I must bring this message to other nationalities I must bring this message to other races I must bring this power to other regions other zip codes but they said but we had a great service let's stay here see without the presence you always go where people want you to go you always go where things are good with the presence you go where God wants you to go even if it's a new territory uncharted territory if, it, if it's even though if it's something you've never done I want to encourage our church this morning this afternoon already God has next towns for us God has next season for us God has next building for us God has next races of people God will want us to reach God has next nationalities of people God will have us reach God has people in our city who have not been reached yet people who are trapped in false religions today people who are deceived by the lies people who honestly don't even think about ever coming to something like a church they have completely other things God has those things for us to reach when we spend time in a secret place we don't babysit Christians and we don't turn church church into aquarium we become a soul saving church we become a church that says I must heal the sick I must save the lost I must make disciples of all nations I must raise a next generation I must see the outpouring of the Spirit of God I must live my life with my assignment I must somebody touch your neighbor say find your I must at the age of 12 Jesus knew what his I must was but at the age of 30 spending time in a secret place he leaves saying I must at the age of 16 I knew what my I must is but today I need to rediscover my I must because if we don't rediscover it we start simply running around and trying to fulfill a trend trying to fulfill somebody else's agenda trying to feel to the pressure of life pressure of problems but listen problems will always be there you are on this earth to fulfill your purpose God didn't just place you here let me get some more air God didn't just place you here to fix your problem God placed you here to fulfill your purpose problems were always there problems will continue to be there but when you die will you be able to say what Jesus said in John chapter 17 I want you to see this verse it says I brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me can I give you a word right now 
your assignment is finishable agenda of life is not everyone's agenda can never be fully fulfilled you can't save the world but you can't finish your assignment Jesus did not save the world but he finished his assignment Apostle Paul says this Apostle Paul says this he says that I fought the good faith I have what finished the race that tells me that my race my work and my assignment is finishable but you will never know what that is if you don't live in a secret place when you live in a secret place you know that your part in God's will is finishable even at 33 he boldly looked and said I'm done not everybody's healed not everybody's saved my part is finished Paul looks and he says not every continent is conquered but what I was supposed to do is done people always say there's so much to do anytime you live with that mentality you need to ask yourself a question are you fulfilling God's assignment or are you running with someone's agenda but a secret place redefines your life and you discover what I must do what I must I must have a home group I must disciple I must pray for the sick I must go power evangelizing I must preach I must give my finances I must build a family I must raise my children what it's my I must I don't live for everyone's approval I live for the audience of one I must I must then when you get to the end of your life then when you get to the end of your life people will say I should have done so much but you will look with joy and say I have finished the race that I change everybody no but that wasn't my call God is the God who will change everybody my part in this is finished my work is done I want you to stand to your feet our assignment is finishable our work can be finished on this earth but Jesus finished his work disciples only started what he did gave work for everybody I believe what God wants us to do is not only our part will come to an end but the next generation our end will become their beginning our ceiling will become their floor they will stand on the shoulders of our faith as we stood on the shoulders of a previous generation what I love about what God is doing what I am doing ends with me what God is doing starts with me and it doesn't end with me it continues to next generation it continues to what God wants to do you know what started here we stood I stand today on the shoulders of my pastor I stand today on the shoulders of my parents but there is a next generation that is in the nursery right now they one day will stand on our shoulders one day they'll stand on the shoulders of our secret place they will stand on the shoulders of our sacrifice they will stand on the shoulders of our dream they will stand on the shoulders of how crazy our faith was and how far we were willing to go after God and I want to encourage us let's not build with wood hay and straw let's build with gold silver and precious stones let's build with fasting prayer and sacrifice let's build with serving let's build with yielding our life to God I know you can get away with just coming to Sunday service and do a check mark you can get away and impress people and leave and build a skyscraper but what it's not what we get, can get away with it's what can be a legacy and inheritance for one next generation what can I do for Christ that I can stand at the end and say Jesus what you asked me to do I did it what you asked me to do I did it you might say but I don't know what God wants me to do he invites you to a secret place that's where you find your specific calling 
the purpose of a church is to seek souls and to, to save the lost and to make disciples the purpose of the church is not to attract people from other churches so that our church gets bigger that's like moving from your checking money from your checkings to your savings you're still broke or still the same amount you're, you're not changing your financial status our goal is not to plunder churches our goal is to plunder hell is to see people from other religions to come to know Jesus let's be real most people that come to know Jesus Christ in our church every church in town are backsliding Christians or people who used to be a Christian they're not people who are unchurched or they're not people who were in false religions which are so plenty of them in Tri-Cities that is the grip that is the level God still wants us to break what I don't want for us to happen is for us to become a church where we become insider focused at the same time that Oscar Schindler was using his money influence and doing a lot of bribing to save Jews I want, I want you to read the testimony of a Christian who was at that time in Germany he said I lived in Germany during Nazi Holocaust I considered myself a Christian I attended a church since I was a small boy we heard the story we heard the stories of what was happening to Jews but like most people today in this country we try to distance ourselves from the reality of what was taking place what can anyone else do to stop it a railroad track ran behind our small church and each Sunday morning we would hear the whistle from the distance and the clacking of the wheels moving over the track we became disturbed when one Sunday we noticed cries coming from the train as it passed by we grimly realized that the train was carrying Jews they were like cattle in those cars week after week that train whistle would blow we would dread to hear the sound of those old wheels because we knew that the Jews would begin to cry to us as they passed by our church it was so terribly disturbing we could do nothing to help these poor miserable people yet the screams tormented us we knew exactly at what time the whistle would blow we decided that the only way to keep them from disturbing us is to start singing our hymns by the time the train would come rumbling past our church we were singing on the top of our voices if some of the screams reached our ear we would sing a little bit louder so we could hear them no more years passed no one talks about it anymore but I can still hear the train whistle in my sleep I can still hear them crying for help God forgive us who called ourselves Christians yet did nothing to intervene today Jewish people are not being carried on the trains beside our church today demons are carrying people on the train of drugs alcohol false religion every kind of demonic thing in our city and it happens all around us it's, you can see the cries of people on the news you can see them on Instagram stories you can see people's bleeding hurting and suffering and the purpose of the church is not to sing louder so we don't hear the scream it's to change whatever we need to change so that that train ends up here and the people will be saved and people will be rescued and people will be delivered and people will be healed not only through social media but through power evangelism God has given us this building when we had this building we pray that God will fill it today we see it filled twice and right now we are standing in front of a new season the next thing that we feel like we need to do is we're going to be believing for a new land that is actually went up for sale right there on the road 100 not just for us it's about 17 acres so it's enough for us we want to build one sanctuary then we want to build a bigger sanctuary there we want to build the dorms for the schools and for internships 
and yes it's expensive it's only land is just only one million five hundred thousand dollars but all it takes is a few of us to get a little breakthrough and we're going to be believing for it the first service I, I just only mentioned that I start praying and people start handing start bringing money right away and people businessmen after the service they're coming up and say we have a board meeting we want to start allocating money toward the land and I didn't I didn't mention I just said for us to pray about it I didn't say we're raising money because our church is very generous and I know that our church is excited because the land is not just for us to have a bigger facility it's for us to have something where we can have one service on Sunday and we can have something that we can give to our children to have a bigger facility and to give to our children that's debt free and that they could move further with God that's what God wants us to do the next city we must do that when our pastor was building when we were buying this building I remember when people start saying but we don't have enough people we don't have money for this building we don't need the building nobody's coming to church the vision of seeing locals coming to know Jesus we don't even speak English why do we need the building let's wait when we get the people and the money and then get the building and pastor says faith doesn't work like that fast faith works like you get the building first and then God fills it today that faith has become a reality but God is challenging each one of us today out of our secret place we have to respond that Jesus said part of us will say we want to stay here but there is a purpose that is bigger than our comfort there is a purpose that is bigger than what we're seeing right now and that purpose says I must go to other towns I must touch a next generation I must do what God wants me to do and so I ask you this morning each one of you today I ask you this afternoon to join with the vision of God our assignment on this earth can be finished but we have to we have to go to a secret place we gotta stop building with wood hay and straw we gotta start building with the gold and silver and precious stones we gotta get back to our prayer we gotta get back to our fasting and we gotta get back to serving and sacrificing our life has an expiration and we must live as though it's the last day but also live as though it's only the first day of our life because we have a legacy and inheritance to pass on to the next generation our altar call is gonna be filled with the lost people coming to Jesus our platform is gonna be filled with people who were healed and delivered people wanted to make Jesus a king but he says I came for a different reason and I gotta fulfill that reason let's not live for the applause of man but for the audience of God let's not let's not live for accolades of man but live for the assignment of God that he has given to us that's why some of you you gotta write your book that's why you gotta start your blog you gotta start your YouTube channel or you gotta start your business why because life is going on problems will always be there but are you living your I must why are you on this earth why did God save you why did God deliver you why did God heal you for your I must find your I must live for your I must live for your purpose live for your assignment thanks for listening to this week's message from hungry generation Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat by using at HungryGen. Stay blessed, and we'll see you next week.